What is up, guys? Bear with us a second here. We have a, a slight, slight, slight technical difficulty. That is... There we go. And we're live. What is up, fellas? Wow. Welcome on a live Whoa. Tuesday edition. A live what Tuesday edition. What is going edition. on? What the fuck is up, Denny's? Welcome to <laughs> Recap Mania Reacts. Oh, we what react talking, what to a pay per view. Bear with me one second. I got to change a little bit here. And this episode oh, is oh. brought to you by <clears throat> Topo Chico Hard Seltzer. What? Yeah, 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 what? yeah, yeah. What? I I I thought you were uh, on something else today. On Jim Beam. Hard lemonade, <laughs> also you know, for all my people from the the southeast and all my people down south, right? You gotta you gotta play to the crowd. And I did hear some chatter from Cody and one of his buddies talking shit about Topo Chico. Well, you know what, guy? I don't know you, but I already don't like you. And just like Topo Chico Ooh. says. If you don't drink Topo Chico, then fuck you. <laughs> nice. Well, let's jump right into it because I know I for sure am on some limited time today. Uh, which what match? Do you, we'll just start just how the pay per view started. Women's match. The women's. The women's elimination chamber, right? That went so the, super quick compared to the men's. The what I like to call the heart attack match. 
because Liv and Morgan came out and I said, Whoo, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> My heart. And she started the match, right? She started yeah. the match with yeah. who? Who she started with? with? Natalia. 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 Yeah. You know, yeah, then, I think I think the build up the build up on SmackDown and on the Raw before this, they did the women justice. The, I think this match was good. I think it was solid. It was a solid performance from everyone who participated, and the outcome ended up being exactly what we thought it was going to be. But it still left you guessing. Like, well, you know, it went to the end. It was good. It's a good match. I enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, there wasn't a, a bad intro into it. I mean, Oscar, you know, Oscar's always nobody's in the band. ready for Oscar. But man, Liv Oscar? came out and and fucking Carmella came out and your boy went, oh Liv, and then Carmella came out. Oh sh- oh shit! No, you, you know you weren't grabbing your heart. You go, oh oh oh! <laughs> I need some new underwear. I don't want. I need some no, new underwear. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think solid performance from Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Carmella, Asuka, Liv Morgan, uh, even Nikki Cross, and I believe who was the last one? Natalia. Natalia. So I think it showcased everyone's finisher. It gave uh, some storylines progressed from it because you're starting to see a little bit of rivalry that's going to go on. And I think even though it was majority baby faces, if not all baby faces, other than Nikki Cross, who's like a tween, who's like a tweener yeah. at this moment, like it was good. I wish I would have seen Nikki Cross do a little bit more. Uh, her being first one eliminated and stuff, and there really wasn't like a big like standout. Like her, you know, I guess jumping off thing was kind of cool, but. It, it, there was, there was it, no big bumps. There's no big bumps on the women's elimination chamber, which is, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't mind it. I didn't expect someone to take a, a huge hit at all. But I wanted good. to see it. I wanted to hear about it. Didn't someone go through the glass? Didn't someone get speared through the glass? Oh, Raquel Gonzalez speared or Macro Rodriguez pushed or pushed Nikki Cross went Carmella? through it. Nikki Cross went through. It. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Because well, Mello, uh, Mello was hiding inside and kept locking herself back in. Yeah. Well, Anything anyone stand out as far as wrestling to you? Or was it just a solid match? Like it's a solid everyone played their part. Everyone kind of played their part. I thought it was solid. Uh again, I felt like just Nikki Cross needed to do more and the ending that they did for Liv, like uh they both put her in a thing and she passed out. But I'm that's gonna show it. her toughness. That's just showing her toughness. Like she didn't, she didn't technically quit. They they took her out of the match. Yeah, I, I understand what they're doing, but I'm not buying what they're selling. Well, it's supposed to be a hardcore match for her, right? Whenever there's a hardcore match, so eh. it's not I, a hardcore I, match. It's a chamber I, match. I I think I think had they given her some color, you know, I think it would have sold it a lot more. Like if she had gotten a gash on her head. Yeah, or she like the gash in the mouth. Yeah, blade we, we, what are you talking about? Uh, WWE doesn't do blackface. <laughs> uh, recap Mania does not associate with French. <laughs> <coughs> uh, but it was. I think it was, like I said. I mean, no one looked weak. Essentially, could there have been more? Of course, there could have been. But the storyline was really just to get the winner to WrestleMania. 
There wasn't, you know, nothing other than that. It was all baby faces. It really was. So, I mean, you couldn't go – even Carmella is still that tweener because she just came back. So, it's just, you know, you're going you're gonna to let them hit a couple of spots. Nothing too crazy. It's more. It was more submissions than anything. There was not really any high flying. There wasn't really any power moves other than Rocco Rodriguez smashing through the glass. But other than that, it was just solid wrestling. Nice. Well, next – of course, we had the, the Bobby Lashley and yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what to call it the the big disappointment. There you go. This was supposed to be the rubber match, right? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Supposedly, this was supposed but, to be a rubber match. But like I said last uh, last week, last Tuesday, it's solely for storyline. Mm-hmm. MVB MVB came out last night talking about how Brock Lesnar couldn't get the deal done. Right? You you drew that mix in there, then you drew you on threw SmackDown Bray, Bray Wyatt in the well, mix. You almost, then you drew Bray Wyatt challenging whoever comes out of that match. Well, technically no one came out, so now it makes a triple threat match and now Bray Wyatt is somehow in the fold again. Incorrect. You know what? Didn't they already okay. announce it that uh, almost is challenge challenged Brock and he's he's got to come out next that, week to say that, but that's a show. But Bray Wyatt on SmackDown said that he wants to take on whoever survives Lashley or Brock, so that puts him in the fold. Yeah, but see, I see it as it gives you the branch off. Oh, here comes our unofficial member. Hey, son. Uh, it gives <laughs> the the ability to say, okay, now Brock versus Bray, because or I'm sorry. Uh, Lashley versus Bray. Shh, son. Uh, Lashley versus Bray because Brock is now going to be with almost and fighting off MVP and fighting off the rest of the Hurt Business as they come back to together. And maybe we're going to see some weird Bray Wyatt and, you know, Brock tag team, you know, at least for a match. It'd be something that you haven't seen. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, the beast I, incarnate versus the beast, right? Yeah. The beast incarnate versus the beast. So only if it's a pitch black Mountain Dew match that I'll watch that. <laughs> you you, you show me Brock Lesnar. You show me Brock Lesnar with some color on his shorts, and I'll fucking I'll be like tripping out. I'll be tripping out. Right? Yeah. Brock Lesnar and blackface. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, Once uh, again, the recap me does not associate right there. <laughs> Next oh, match, I think, was men's elimination chamber, right? Yes. No, there was one more match. There was one oh, more. Match. It was a women's match, right? Uh, what match was it? It was. There was five matches. There was. So there's another match in between the chamber. There was two, and it was. What women's match was it? I don't know. You don't have it pulled up, Cody? No, I don't. I'm. I barely got home when I sent y'all the the link to get into this. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, it was Edge and Beth Phoenix versus. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Rhea yeah, I. Balor. I fucking went match. to the other room for that match because who this, cares? This this was just a play to the Canadian crowd. You got Edge. Right? That's what it was. I mean. WWE knew what they were doing. They spent a whole week in Canada, and every mm-hmm. show was sold out. Every show was going crazy. It's essentially like 
the reaction that any wrestling anytime to go to Chicago got. Yeah. Right. And it was it was a pop for Edge and Beth. Uh, you have Finn, which is great. You have Rhea, which is great. And of course, the Judgment Day loses, but there was a lot of strong spots, mainly for Rhea. Right. It was a lot of strong spots for Rhea. They really showcased the women. They they did a, a tandem power bomb. Rhea had Edge and Beth Phoenix had Finn Balor. There was a lot of good spots in that match. That's all it was. It was a big spot match to set up Edge to keep on going, just to kind of get his story rolling for WrestleMania. I know that there is something out there I was reading, but uh, I saw it myself that, oh, it was at Beth. It's been like, I don't know, over over a year or so that she's been in the ring, you know, like to do anything or maybe longer, right? Uh, and she she came in taking bumps like like she was doing this last week, but there were a couple of uh, spots that were off. I mean, you can see a little bit of the ring rust. I know uh, there was one in the beginning when they were doing the uh, the back and forth, uh, trying to clothesline each other or hit each other, and she was supposed to clothesline Rhea over the rope, and it didn't happen. So then they end up waiting, going back to the pick up the arm and let's you know the, the that's the strength the the, the the feet of strength. There you go. The test of strength. Right. Yeah, but but right off the back, he, I mean, come on. They they sold, sold it a little bit. They, 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 what they sold it as, if you if you you could kind of hear him talking, and Beth is like, "Well, then fucking do it." And Rhea's like, "Come on, bitch, give it your best shot." And you can hear those solid like the shots yeah. when they're hitting each other in the chest. So they played it off in that direction, more like, "Well, you can't push me, I can't push you," kind of kind of business. So. But it, it after it started picking up, that ring rust kind of went away, and all of a sudden yeah. it's just solid. It's a solid wrestling. Again, it was just a build up for Edge and Finn Balor, and it didn't make Rhea Ripley look weak because she took a lot of heavy hits and she did a lot of stuff, and she didn't. She's not the one who got pinned. Yeah. But nonetheless, next was the men's elimination chamber. This was an A plus for me. Jesus fucking Christ! It was a good. That was. I got to see. I get to see Gargano's versus uh, fucking Seth Rollins. I've been wanting to see that. That was solid. A plus there. <coughs> uh, a plus 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 plus. I can't plus it enough for Montez Ford. God damn! Give that man a solo push. That was a good like a B minus. Hey, no, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed showed out. Austin Theory showed out. Gargano's, Rollins, Montez Ford, and who's the last one? Who was the last one? Who am I missing? Seth, Johnny, Bronson, uh, the other Judgment Day guy. Oh, Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Priest. Dude, Damien Priest had some good spots. He did. Mm-hmm. Like, it was solid. I, I like you. You got everything from the match. You got high flying from Montez. You had technical from Gargano's. You had showmanship from uh, Rollins. You had dirty shit from Theory. You had feats of strength from fucking Bronson Reed. And then some good F- uber athleticism from Damien Priest. So it was, I think, like, that's why it's an A plus for me. Like, Everyone had their spots. People were doing crazy stuff. Dude, People uh, were joining joining teams. The Seth <clears throat> fucking trying to power bomb Johnny off the top and turns it and into the Hurricana, Hurricana. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. nice. 
the that fucking uh, the poison runner <clears throat> done to Bronson. Fucking oh, oh, that where Gargano's doing the whole they're doing the super kicks, the, the trios kicks. Yeah, that was nice. That mm-hmm. was nice. Bron, I don't think anyone in that match looked weak. It, if anything, it kind of excelled their their uh, their push, all of them, in their in their own respective ways. You know, you got yeah. the technical, you got the the storylines with Seth, and of course, when fucking this fucking dickhead Logan Paul cost him the match once again. Yeah, that's so the you, only complaint I have about the match is I wish it was a different ending. Like, you, you know, and Seth Rollins, unfortunately for him. You know, who who knows the situation in the back? Maybe he wants more time for the kids. Maybe that's why he's putting these predicaments where he's finding these one-off stars or these people who are just you mid card show filler. Took too damn long. There were plenty of spots on there where they could have gone after Austin Theory and taken him out of the damn chamber. And but that's not it would have been worse. It would have been worse someone else having the belt. I see where Cody's at because Cody wanted Recep to win. You know. And there were, like I said, there were plenty of op- plenty of opportunity for them to take out theory, but nobody didn't do it because they're following the script, and it's cool. But it was just to me, it was a big show filler. The women should have gone longer. It would have gotten yeah. it would have gotten more heat compared to the mid card show fillers. What I'm calling this because it too damn long. What a joke. Too damn long. <laughs> yeah, the, the the match was you. Huge. You. It really was. Clearly, you're a casual, sir. Jesus nah, Christ. Nah. <laughs> Clearly, you're a casual, I like sir. I like Elimination Chamber. There wasn't that much drama on this one. The women have more drama. This one was B minus if. I'm being nice. Mm, nah, I'll still get A plus. A plus. I know you don't want to see the finisher, but that, again, this is all story-driven wrestling. All of it is. Oh, yeah, because we're, we're getting ready to see Theory and Cena at Mania. Exactly, right? You're, you're seeing that. You see Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. This makes Damon Priest look strong. This gives Garganos and Bronson Reed a good push to make their own singles run. So, solid, solid wrestling. Yeah. Still, story, I think story driven. Of course, the majority at the end, the whole end part was just story driven. Now, was Montez Ford hurt for real? No, he looked pretty fucked up. That okay, was okay, to get okay. Logan in there. Yeah. Okay. 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 That was to open the spot to get Logan in there. That was kayfabe. Come on. Yeah. Mr. Casual, no, I'm doing know. it Come on. for the thing. A plus, and you can't tell that Montez was 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 being carried out on purpose. Come you, on. Clearly, you clearly don't understand the question. And I'm the casual. You clearly, I'm the casual. Oh my God, Montez was so hurt because he fell for the top. And oh no! That, right. that wasn't moving when you on. Carried out, you idiot. Acknowledge <laughs> him because he wins again. Roman Reigns. Uh, two referees go down. <laughs> Another ref comes in right at the last minute to make the count. Watch as he said push. Fucking, of course, the Usos do show up because they were cleared to go up into Canada. Just, you know, they couldn't drink delicious Topo Chico while they were there and go get a DWI. Hey, if you ain't, what what, what happens, friend? If you ain't getting trashed on. (laughs) Come on. You ain't partying right. You ain't partying right. You ain't partying right. You ain't you ain't leaving this place, if you ain't leaving this place with a DUI, you ain't partying right, bro. <laughs> Damn right. Canada Drive, Hey, there you go. Canada a little drive. bit of Canada Drive. <laughs> yeah, it's got a glare on it, but that Canada Drive. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised that, that Jay didn't have a bigger role. That was my disappointment. I think the match went exactly how it was supposed to go. 
agree. The buildup is the buildup. The buildup is there for Sammy. They're playing it right with Kevin Owens and Sammy. Oh, like I, I don't. We're still not cool, but fuck, fuck the bloodline essentially, right? Mm-hmm. We're still not cool, but fuck the bloodline. Uh, I'm wondering how Jay ends up in the fold since he got speared by Sammy. You know, he just disappeared off into the, the the darkness once again. Like you didn't see him crawling out. You didn't see him anything. You just they turned the, they panned the camera, and and Jimmy Uso's on the floor on the other side, and uh, Paul Heyman's on the floor on the other side. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the ring with Roman and Jay Uso's disappeared again. No solo. So I don't know. I'm just curious about that storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I. I even told Fern that. Like, you made Jay look weak to me. Like <laughs> he gets a spear from Sammy and fucking gone. He's hurt so bad he's out. Exactly. He just disappears into the into the shadows. And that's that was the disappointment on that whole match. Like I thought he would play a bigger role. I wanted him to hit Roman Reigns with a chair and it was that build up and mm-hmm. I don't think they captured the the goal they did when when Sammy did to Reigns at Royal Rumble, but they could have they could have capitalized on it, and the crowd would have went crazy if he had hit Roman Reigns and t- and took Sammy Zayn's side. <clears throat> I think that would have been a better storyline rather than adding Kevin Owens. But you add Kevin Owens because you're in Canada. I mean, that's it's stupid Nazi, right? And he already has a long history with a bloodline. So, uh, so- it's building up for the Usos versus Sammy and KO for the belts. So, we'll end this show with direction. Give me a quick direction of where you think it's going. With everybody or just the Bloodline and and Sammy? Bloodline and Sammy. And give me the Austin Theory one. Okay. Well, Austin Theory, clearly, I mean, John Cena needs a match at at WrestleMania. That's just a given. You have two nights, you can bring... (laughs) The, the talent that's only there part-time. You can do that. Austin Theory needs that big win versus a big name. It ain't going to be The Undertaker. It's not going to be Brock. It's not going to be Goldberg. It's going to be someone who is essentially the younger version of himself, John Cena. He's, he's so you're great. saying Cena wins or Cena loses? Cena loses if they're trying to push Theory for a run at a major title. Right now he's a, he's a great mid card. He has mm-hmm. the attitude, he has the the mic skills, but <clears throat> he needs that major win. And we talked about this weeks and weeks ago, I believe last year. All he needs is the right storyline with the right person and the right push, and he can well, be a star. I'm gonna one up you, and I'm gonna say that Theory loses, Cena wins, Cena comes out Monday Night Raw and drops his his uh, what everyone knows is his U.S. Open Challenge. Out comes newly hired on Jay White, beats Cena, and he's the new U.S. champ. Newly hired Omega, and he is the U.S. champ. That's possible, too. That's possible, too. This is, this is the season of possibilities. It really mm-hmm. is, and it always happens. And you know these contracts are, are made to, to give up right during WrestleMania season. Like, mm-hmm. you can't fucking plan that better. When's WrestleMania? Uh, in, in where is it? When's it in Hollywood, in California, where most of those guys live? Oh, it's in March of 2023. Cool. I want my contract to end in uh, February. Yep. Well, since oh. you know Randy just kind of stole 
my thunder uh, <laughs> since Kenny Omega's contract is up at the end of this month and he hasn't resigned yet. It's going to be uh, not John Cena taking him on for the U.S. Championship. It will be Kenny Omega if he if he decides to leave AEW. If Cody Rhodes says, "Hey, come on over, bro," and, the grass uh, is greener on the other side. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna disagree only only because don't you want to see the dream match? That's not gonna be a dream match, but the names Cena versus Jay White or Ken, or uh, Kenny Omega. No one wants to see Austin Theory versus Kenny Omega or Jay White. I want to see Rome, uh, Ro- Seth Rollins versus Omega or Jay White. Oh, that's yeah, the dream course. match, right? Yeah, that's the dream yeah. match. Yeah, yeah they can I, both go right now. I don't want to see Cena versus any of them, so I'm okay. But they want to give that to the WWE Universe. I they do. Well, they do. I'm a part of the WWE Universe, and I say no. <laughs> That's oh, right, oh. casual. That's right, casual. You are. Do, no, do the you casuals think, want it. Do you think that that Austin Theory essentially, whether he's involved or not, this is a bigger push than the heavyweight title matches or match? Is that more like the focus to bring other people in? Like this is the segue to bring them into the fold, into the into well, you can't, WWE. You can't bring them in. Can't bring them in on Roman. You can't, right? You That's can't the hard part, right? That's, That's the hard, hard part. part. Yeah. Now, you're, you're gonna let a, a 900 days go to somebody brand new? No, they won't do that. Yeah, this WWE isn't every other organization. When you show up, you just automatically win a fucking belt, right? It's just not that way. Now, let it's me ask impact. you, Cody, since you're a, a big JY and Omega fan, what are your percentages that you would actually think they jump ship or actually land in WWE? Like, what is your realistic idea that you know what? I can see it actually happening 70-30 or some shit like that. What do you Jay, think? Jay White, 95%. Uh, Omega? 50-50. 50-50. Like you think, is, that, would, you think that would kill... Do you think that would kill AEW as a company if they lost another huge star like that? It won't kill them, but it'll hurt them. You think if Omega went, that the Young Bucks would follow suit because their contracts are almost up also? Depends on how pissed Tony gets and what kind of, you know, backlash, backlash there stuff. is from Kenny leaving <clears throat> and how much money he decides to throw at him to, to keep another big name star there. I feel like he would throw a lot of money, but I think Kenny Omega, after four years, or anyone from AEW who hasn't been with a company already understands that writers are essential. Storylines are essential to to kind of give your body longevity in the wrestling business, right? If you're going all out every fucking match, your career is going to c- come real short. But if you have storylines and you're not fighting so much and you're just a big mouthpiece, your 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 career can get extended. So I think maybe that's a, a bigger like I think that's more of a an attraction to want to leave possibly rather than stay in AEW because AEW is a lot of wrestling. And it's a lot of you know, there's no story, so you have to really show out. You really do. Like, it's just, there's no other way to for, get noticed. For them, it would be better because they can dumb down what they're doing because they're already, they spot monkeys so damn long that, you know what, they're, I'm pretty sure their bodies are hurting, but they can still do, if they do what WWE does and, and tone it down, dude, they, they can extend their the life of their tag team and their singles runs of 
whoever's trying to do what, whether it's Kenny or the Bucks, and they can go longer if they go to WWE. Exactly. Because, I mean, come the on. Story, there's going to be a lot of storylines. And they, they the, make storylines. That's I, all they regardless do. Regardless of the stories, I'm just talking <clears throat> about the wrestling period. Because, I mean, every time the Bucks go out, they throw themselves out. Every time Kenny goes out, he throws himself out there. But you bring them over to WWE, hey, you got to hold off a little bit. You know what? That just extended their life of their names a good, who knows, five to eight years. I, I, I could be so off. I could be, it could be longer, it could be shorter, but, you know, compared to what's going on in, in AEW, but do you still call AEW All Elite? Or do, what do you call the Young Bucks now? Well, tune in on Thursday when we continue this conversation. Oh. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to uh, the Elimination Chamber Reaction Show. Make sure you hit us up on all the social medias at Recap Mania. We do have our own Facebook now, so make sure you hit that up. Uh, go like and follow that as well. Instagram, all that fun shit. We'll see y'all back here in uh, two days. Of course, we Woo! are Recap Mania. The podcast that hits back, brother. Woo!